Welcome back to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Sunday, May 9th, 2021. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers that are listening to the podcast. If you catch the podcast here on this Mother's Day, I dislike to have to bring a podcast like this on Mother's Day. Um, but I got to bring this podcast here because it's going off the last podcast that I did last week and that podcast is gaining a lot of traction and it seems as though a lot of people are interested in that conversation hopefully this conversation brings change in how you see things and how you understand things instead of bringing anger and hatred towards how you understand and how you see this um so what am I talking about excuse me last week I did a podcast are black women the laughing stock of America that was the question that was asked um I believe I don't believe that's the name of the book book the book is called Black Women The Laughing Stock of America 101 Ways to Better Black Women now again I'm going to read the disclaimer to this book although the title of the book may be seen as harsh and condemning This is one book of a series that is written for the betterment of black women in today's America. It is meant to be somewhat strategical, yet addresses important issues. It hopes to address important issues. The the book is written by Bad Basics. Um, You can find the book on Amazon or wherever you get your reading material from online. So, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get right into it. And we're going to start off with number 11. We left off with number 10 and we're going to start off this week with number 11. So, hold on to your seatbelts. We'll be strapping in and ready to go. Stop telling all your business and personal information. Have some dignity and secrecy about your business. You don't need to tell strangers in line at the grocery store how you need to get in front of them because you have to get your brother, excuse me, out of jail. And um, guys, that's just something that a lot of this stuff is common sense. You understand? When you're out in public, you don't want to let people know it's, it's like we talked about last week we're wearing a free free Tyrone or free you know little Ray Ray shirt or whatever you know you don't want to behave and you gotta get me in front of you Ray Ray get out of jail in 20 minutes like who's Ray Ray you know we don't give a F you know they don't they don't know who Ray Ray is and you don't want to alert people to the fact that your life may be in some some sort of turmoil you know and just, just bringing bad energy and bringing bad toxic energy to your day. You know, you don't want to do that and bring negativity towards your day. 
And that's just not something you want to do. It's not carrying yourself like a lady. It's not being ladylike. It's not carrying yourself as a gentleman either, because men do that too. You know, but I, I, I'm going to focus on what this book is trying to better. It's for the betterment. Remember what it said. It's for the betterment of black women. It's not to bash, even though it seems like it's bashing women. It, it does seem like it's bashing. It does seem like it's attacking. But once again, like I said, and I read the disclaimer to say, look at it as it may be trying to help you see things differently. Not bash you what you may be doing wrong or what could be done being done wrong. For, uh, number 12, stop spending more on your hair than on your rent. There is no reason that you should spend so much money on your hair. Black women help to make their hair, they, black women help to make the hair care industry a billion dollar industry because you don't know how to prioritize. It is ludicrous to spend hundreds and thousands of, on bundles of another woman's hair, especially when you can barely pay your rent. You can learn to take care of your own hair and use that money to invest in better things. Weave and fake hair are like crack to black women, and that's a shame. I mean, there's so much being said in there that, you know, can be broken down. Um, so to the point where even women of African descent, they know about hair so well. They know about the yak and these other different, you know, textures of hair and all these other different uh, styles of hair that you can get that women of African descent probably should be running these hair stores. And that's basically what that's saying. That maybe if you invest the money that you spend and leave, like if you if you're the type of person who gets a weave or a new weave every two weeks, you're spending a good amount of money, especially if you get an invisible braids, micro braids, or something like that. With invisible braids and micro braids, it's like $145, $165. Imagine getting that every two weeks. You can take that same money in a year. $165. Let's that's, that's, uh, tally that up. $165, right? Guys, we're tallying that up. 165 times 12 equals 1,000. Hold on, hold on. Every two weeks. Hold on, every two weeks. We ain't going to do it like that. One. Okay, I said 165 every two weeks. So, that's 165 times 4 equals 600. Because that's every two weeks. So that's times four. That's times two. That's two and that's times four. Because that's two weeks and that's four. So that's 165. 165 and 165. Hold on. That don't seem like that's right. 165 times two. Every two weeks. So that's only one. Yeah. So that's times two. Excuse me. It's three. It's three thirty. That's correct. Okay, so that's every two weeks. So that's not every week. So if you went every two weeks in a year, hmm. Let's see. 
there's 52 weeks in a year. So if you win every two, I believe you. I believe you taking that in half. Because you're not doing every week, you're going every two weeks. So that's 50, half of 52. If I'm wrong, guys, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm okay at math. I'm not really good at math, but 52 divided by 2 equals 26. Yeah, it's 26 plus 26 is 52. So that's 26. That's 26 weeks. We'll say 26 weeks. And that's 26. That's 330 times 26. That's $8,580. Now, those numbers may be off. Tally those numbers yourself. If I'm off. If it's more than 8580 that's still kind of crazy when you look at that. But when you see that you could take in three years, now you times this by three, times three, you got $25,744. If you can take that 25000 and put that towards a small, a small business and get you a business loan, you can open your own hair store. That's what that thing is saying. I'm sorry I took so long on that, breaking that down. I took a long, a really long time breaking that down. I apologize, but I really wanted you to understand what number 12 was getting at. So let's move on to num- lucky number 13. Stop having your hair superb, but your body is a mess. You have all the time in the world and can magically find the time and ways to pay for and get your hair done but can't seem to find the time or money for a gym membership you can be as big as a house but if your hair is out of place it's the end of the world get your priorities in order I mean definitely this once again number 13 and number 12 they couple each other you know they're, they're like one and the same you know using your money wisely towards using your money on the asset your needs cannot outweigh your wants cannot outweigh your needs excuse me you need to be healthy but you want your hair done so that want comes before that need and for some reason it's believed that women of African descent puts more of their wants before their needs and this is what this is hope this book is hopefully trying to give to you guys is to say you have to get to a point where you put some needs in front of some of your wants. This will give you a better life and this will help you out in the long run. Let's move on to number 14. Stop claiming that you don't have many female friends because other women are jealous of you. I mean we hear a lot of times women talk about I don't got no female friends because females you know, we don't get along with each other. And a lot of times we do see a lot of envy, jealousy, and hate with women of uh, 
period. It ain't got nothing to do with women of African descent. It got to do with women, period. Um, we see the same thing with a lot of men, you know, that have um, tendencies to dislike men just because, you know, just because of who they are, just because who, what the man has. And that may be some internal things that have to be worked out. And that may be some kinks that need to be worked out from a uh, perspective of getting a psychological understanding of what's actually happening. You know, not much more of jealousy, but much more of what's happening internally to make you feel some type of way about somebody you don't even know. So, stop wearing heels, number 15. Stop wearing heels in public if you absolutely can't wear them. The purpose of wearing heels is to articulate an elegance a woman's body when done correctly a woman's walk looks super sexy this means the opposite happens when a woman can't walk in the hills it totally defeats the purpose so either practice before going out in public or don't wear them at all fumbling and stumbling down the street looking like you are about to fall is exactly not sexy it's actually not sexy okay so number 15 apparently I'm a man a male I don't wear heels but I was excuse me guys I've seen on TV you've seen on TV you see uh, many different instances where you'll see a woman walking into a club and a a heel will break and the next thing you know she's limping around or she's barely standing up on her heels maybe she needs to bend her knees or something like that (laughs) to get that balance you know just to be good but maybe spend a a little bit more time in the house getting comfortable you know when you first get sneakers you're supposed to break your sneakers in you're not supposed to just go outside start walking around in them you got to get your feet comfortable your feet has to actually mold into those sneakers and i believe that's the same thing with your heels if you always wore a short heel in your life and then you trade go to a stiletto you're in trouble because you don't know how to walk the stilettos you've been walking in them short heels your whole life so do have to take some time inside the house just walking around the kids actually hey, mom what's going on we're just walking around the hills all day you know i'm trying to get comfortable you know <laughs> so i don't go outside stumbling looking crazy number 16 stop confusing being thick for just being straight up fat goodness being thick is sexy when the body is toned and has a nice shape. But when you have tons of cellulite on your belly and it flops over your pants, you're just fat. Dear, call it what it is. Fat. Not fat. P-H-A-T. And this is not healthy. Of course, you know, fat P-H-A-T is an acronym for pretty hot and tempting. Um, oh, man. 
once again, it's, it's an that that feels like an attack, but it's actually trying to send a message of do better, um, because in society, society has taken a different shift. Now, it's like everybody wants to be superimposed, if you want to call it that. And because they want to be superimposed, they believe that this is what men want because this is what's being seen as an attractive woman. But what you don't understand is that the more you try to superimpose yourself, the more your health starts to decrease. So this book is basically saying, focus more on being healthy and being toned and not trying to be all over the place. You understand? If I tried to say, I tried to say that it's, it's uh, not as disrespectful as the book did and not as you know vulgar as the book was, but I just tried to bring it, bring a new light or new direction or new understanding to it. Number 17, stop having multiple kids, especially by different men when you aren't married. If you don't have a family unit that consists of a spouse, then take precautions to not have children, a child after child. And it's not fair to the children to consistently bring them into this world, knowing they won't have a solid family structure. It confuses the children and leads them to wonder why they don't look like their elder siblings. Also, it can breed jealousy if one child has a relationship with the father while the other children don't. I mean, people are going to do what they want to do anyway. You can say, hey, stop going out there and being fruitful with different men. You can say that. And then somebody said, but that's my business if I'm going to do that. Yes, it is your business that you're going to do it. But at the end of the day, selfishness cannot rule over logic. It can't. You have to start to think about it logically. You have to have a better understanding of what it means to be someone's wife and what it means to have a stable family structure. But because a lot of people did not grow up in stable homes, you can't tell them to be stable. Some people are used to things just being out of whack, just being destructive. Can you imagine a kid that grows up in an abandoned building and then you take that kid, you try to bring that kid into a house and expecting that kid to act right in that house. No, that kid is going to act like he's or she is still in that abandoned building because they need to be psychologically tweaked and to understand why this house is not that building. But I digress on that. We don't want to get too much and too much too much on that aspect. It's a different conversation. Number 18, stop making smacking and popping sounds when you talk. I mean, we see that all the time. You know, there's a lot of hand movement. Um, you know, sis may come into the conversation three or four times, you know, because that's the that's the, the new slang that's being tossed around. Sis this and sis that. You don't know me, sis, blah, blah, blah. You know, a couple of female dogs might go in there as well. But yeah, 
that's just something I don't know if the book is like the book is the book is just you know picking on you now because that don't even make sense to me you know don't smack while you talk some people can't control that you know excuse me some people can't control it it's just something that they've been doing since they was a kid so they'll consistently do it anyway doesn't actually mean something's wrong with them it just means that they're used to it it's, it's like it's a common trait now does that define them as a hood rat no it doesn't it doesn't define them as a hood rat but smacking and popping while you're talking and you have to if you understand that that's not how you're going to be able to get a job interview or you're not going to be able to use that in a successful setting then you may really have to readjust what you're doing number 19 Stop being a religious hypocrite. When it comes to others doing wrong, you preach about God's words, but then use a different set of rules for you to live by. You go around quoting the Bible and condemning people, condemning people, excuse me, but then tell people they don't need your situation and only God can judge them. A lot of people, what they tend to do is if they don't have the correct amount of advice to give you, they'll put God in front of their regular, the original advice. It's all in His hands. Put it in God's hands, and you'll be all right. That's like one of the that's like one of the strongest phrases that you've probably heard in your life, or you've probably heard it to this point. Now, I'm not attacking. I'm not attacking religion at all. I'm just going off what number 19 is talking about. You know, especially if you're not living this lifestyle. If you're not living the lifestyle of number 19, if you're not a man of the cloth, if you're not a woman of the cloth, if you're not a devout Christian and you've been in the church for years and you've been doing paying your uh, Paying your tithes and different things of that nature, and you understand you understand the, uh, the old Hebrew language, and you understand speak, speaking in tongues, all that stuff makes sense to you. You understand? You go on, and you be that person that's not a hypocrite, but you be that person that actually understands the religion. You're not just talking to be talking, and that. It can make you look really bad if you just talk the talk. Especially once again, when, if you get into a professional uh, realm, you don't want to just talk to be talking. You want to actually be able to deliver your words and have them felt. Finally. But not finally. Because there's a lot more this book has. Stop being upset when a non-black woman dates a successful black man. We all know that it is common to see a black man gain success and money and get a white woman, or at least a non-black woman. But it is that man's decision to choose who he wants to be with. Step up your game and open your mind and attract a non-black man. Your second option is to stop worrying about other people and upgrade yourself so that the black men can't help but want to <clears throat> can't help but to want them a black woman. And that is number twenty. We're going of course 
this would be it for the day. Um, but what, I mean, upgrade yourself, work on yourself, build yourself up, focus on your business, your growth. Don't try to focus on who people are dating and why they're not dating you. At a certain point, when you push yourself out there indirectly, like women tend, like women do, because when men tend to go out there and approach women rarely do the approaching there are women who do do the approaching my wife approached me but when you go out there and you are doing and you have to indirectly put yourself on the uh, dating scene you don't want to have so many um, so many crazy boundaries that you set because some of them, some of them boundaries are not going to be able to be met. You have to be able to listen. You have to be able to communicate, and you have to be able to get along with the person you're in a relationship with. Because if y'all can't get along, it's going to end faster than it actually began. So yes, I do agree with number twenty. Not worrying about who's dating who, and working on you, and working on being better, and doing better as a person. And that makes a man of African descent see. A woman of African descent, you know, his soul combination, not his soul connect, like soul mate, but his soul combination. And what that means is that who he's supposed to be with, and that's not me being pro-black or pro-anything. That's just, you know, the, the way it's designed. And that's just agreeing with sticking with one race, but that's the way it's designed to be. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get a little bit religious. That's it's designed that way for women of African descent, women, men of African descent to be together, and that design, that design is broken because so many men are either afraid of women of African descent's attitude, or they're afraid of what it could be like to be marginalized by a woman you so happen to love and cherish and honor. What happens when this woman makes you feel like a ten-year-old boy, all in the same, all in the same instance, telling you she loves you as her man? And you know, and a lot of guys are scared of that. But we're gonna go ahead and close out, um, guys. If you like this podcast, share this podcast around. Let's get this podcast to at least a hundred monthly listeners, at least a thousand monthly listeners by the end of the year. Um. I'm going to link a little link to Patreon. I'm trying to get me a, a better laptop, a better microphone, uh, and just bring a better sound, a better, a better crisp sound, and bring more uh, quality to the show than we have here now. So I want to thank you guys again for taking the time to listen. If you made it this far, thank you. Um, once again, have a happy Mother's Day. Um, it's Sunday, May 9th, 2021. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson. You've been listening to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. And with my understanding, compared with your understanding, we can create a greater understanding. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>